Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Barbecue and Curry, the, the podcast where we view sports through the eyes of your everyday degenerate. My name is Ty, and I'm here with Sam. What up, what up, what up? And today we're going to discuss and have a little preview of a golf tournament that is unlike any other, a tradition that is unlike any other, the Masters. About damn time, man. I know. We waited six months for this. Yeah, an extra six months. Seven, really. That's uh, true. We're here. We're but the upside the is we get back-to-back Masters. Yeah. We get Masters now. We get a Masters in April. So, yeah. It still sucks that we have to wait, but we're here. True. Uh, At least it's being played. This and today it is, again, a two-man podcast. Uh, Eugene is elsewhere doing God knows what, but it, it's fine. He is forgiven. Um, a little bit. A little bit. Just a little bit. We will give him some shit, though. Now... I have already made a few bets um, for, for this tournament, but I will analyze it and go through the, the the board like I haven't, and then at the end or sometime in the middle, I will reveal my bets. Sam, you haven't made any, if I'm correct, if I'm not mistaken. No, I have not made any yet. All right, let's start at the top of the board. All right, from zero to twenty. Well, hold on, hold on. Before we get into it, let's well, let's just talk about a couple things that uh, I wanted to talk about about it. Seems like, due the time of year and the weather forecast, mm-hmm. that it's going to play a little bit longer than normal. That's true. Which, I that's probably, it, it really does seem like it's going to true, especially when, if it's going to be wet, if it rains. Because I believe... It's, it's going to be damp, at least. Yeah, it's supposed to rain, like, tomorrow, tomorrow's Tuesday, so it's supposed to rain, like, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know about the weekend, I think it clears up in the weekend. But should be wet at some part of the tournament, which should, you know, like the ball's not going to roll. Like usually Augusta plays with firm and fast, and the ball's rolling all over the place. But it, like it's going to get to that eventually. It always does. Like, I mean, they've got the best superintendents like in the world, you'd assume. 100%. So they're going to get it to what they want to get it to. But it does seem like it's going to play a little longer than normal, and it's a long course in general. True. So more so than usual, it, w- it will favor your – Long uh, drive driver hitters and your better long iron players. Yes, like more so than usual. And then um, you want to you want to touch on the cut. Yes. Um, also, because of uh, the, t- the time of year and kind of interfering with football season, it's going to be split tees. What split tees means is, and that's more. I think that's more about the time of year. Yes. Uh, it's instead of have instead of just having one group start at hole number one, you're gonna have one group start at hole number one and another group simultaneously start at, group, at hole number ten. So, it I mean it's gonna be quick and fast action. It's gonna be it'll take about four hours around in my opinion. For yeah, four to five. Four to five hours around. Yeah, so it should be fun to watch. And the cut usually is T sixty. No, it's usually top fifty. T fifty. And anyone within ten strokes of the lead of uh, the, the the leader. We'll break that down, just. It's for for example, if the leader is currently at six under, you could be four over and still play the weekend. Even if you're like fifty fifth, yes, or whatever it is, yes. However, this year there is no ten stroke, uh, ten gap lenience or whatsoever. It's just t fifty. Top 50 in ties, basically. And that definitely seems like it's another thing, like, we just want it to 
they're not really that kind of seems like maybe it's a football thing like let's just get the people who are in the top 15 ties and let's just get them and yeah them. like that it just seems like that's that was really kind of that did seem like a football thing They'll, they'll never admit to it because they're no, national. Of but course That's not. what it seems like, at least. Because they're not, like, they moved it to the early, or it's early Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. So they're not worried about daylight at that point. No, they're not. They're not. Can we jump in? Because I'm excited. Can we jump into this board? Yeah, I do have one more question. Uh, I guess, I, actually, we can hit it when we get to the first one of uh, the people. Okay, cool. We can move on. Yeah, cool. All right, so uh, the top of the board, let's go from zero to 30. So we have Bryson DeChambeau, big steroid looking motherfucker right there at eight to one. Dustin Johnson at nine to one. John Rahm at ten to one. Justin Thomas at twelve. Roy McElroy at twelve. Xander Scharfler at fourteen. Brooks Kepka at sixteen. Patrick Cantley at twenty five. But in some okay, I think Cantley is a line of demarcation here. I think Brooks Kepka on up is a different class. So let's stop there. Yeah, for a second. I, I agree a hundred percent with that. Um, yeah, I mean, I had to hold my tongue when just when you said Bryson, do not say something because you know it's Bryson. <laughs> it's, it is you Bryson. Want to say something? It feels like you know I really don't know what it feels like, but Bryson is just the fact that he's eight to one is wild. There's a lot of golfers, seven golfers under twenty to one. That's a lot, dude. That's a lot of That's golfers a lot under of twenty to one. Two of them under ten to one, and with Rom at ten to one. True. It's pretty. It's pretty crazy, and it's just a stacked leaderboard, and it gets you really excited about the uh, about the tournament in general. I mean, it's not hard to get excited about the Masters. Yeah, absolutely. This just it's always a stacked leaderboard, but it feels it feels a little different this year, maybe because we have to wait a little bit longer. It's just it's very hard to pick between these guys. Um, Bryson and DJ are really strong. So is I mean I say that then I look I'm like there's Rom there's JT yeah. all these guys are really strong. But it's does Xander belong here? Does no. Xander belong at no. 14? No, right? No. Like Xander for me is more of a 25, 28 kind of kind of bet. Like I, Xander at 25 and like he belongs there. Xander 28 I might consider betting Xander at 28. I think that may a double of what he is now is yeah. fourteen. I think that's a little much, like twenty to one. I mean, I don't want to. He he's not in this class. I like our line should stop. Like it should be we like you know Roy to Brooks, and then there is no Xander, and f- like so we don't have to stop at Cantlay at twenty five. You know Xander's up there, kind of closer to Cantlay than these guys. The fact that Xander's fourteen and Brooks is sixteen, to me, it's it's ridiculous. Oh, absolutely. Brooks, this, like, and this is Brooks Kepka. Brooks hasn't won anything uh, of late, but Xander hasn't won anything really. Like, he's got a couple of WGCs, but let's be honest. Like, he hasn't won a major. He has really good outings at the majors, but he doesn't win them. Like, I, also, it, it boggles my mind. Brooks Kepka. Like, like that. Like that that's it, big game hunter. Coming off an injury, though, I, I understand why he's at 16. That means he played phenomenal at Houston. And it's look at the guys ahead of him, too. Are you going to put him above Rory right now? No. Who, Brooks? Yeah. I'll put him with Rory. Roy's been playing like garbage. Yeah, but by you Rory can't standards. put him above Roy. I don't, you just can't put him above I'll put Rory. Brooks at 12. Like, with Rory. You would have six golfers at 12 or one or better. That's, I mean, like, we're looking at five. And, like, 
it took me almost a minute just to move past it to realize like there's five golfers at 12 one. That's crazy. It, but it's hard to pick between these guys. Like, like just off first glance, Brooks Koepka is the best pick value wise because he's the highest odds, and they're all very close in talent and skill. After going on this Brooks rant, I have to say, if you ask me to make a bet in this range, now I, I am a sucker for this man, and I always, I, I almost always bet him in big tournaments. Roy McIlroy, twelve to one. Yeah, okay. at a Masters that is more like the British Open as far as the weather goes. Well, I don't know if I'd I. I mean, there. it's it, it is. I mean, it's as no far way. as it's not close to the British Open. Yes, though. but you, you got it's these you got these damp conditions. But it's gonna be warm. It's gonna be it's gonna be warm. True, but you got windy and you got damp conditions. If I feel like if Rory's ever gonna finish his Grand Slam, this could be the spot. This I did, could, I did this have could, that written down though. We need to talk about Roy, and he's going. Roy needs one. Slam. Roy needs a Masters for the for, for the complete set, and this could be the one. Twenty twenty just doesn't feel like a year you're gonna get that much happiness out of, right? Like, <laughs> like that's that's one that like that's one that you Roy winning the Grand Slam. I'm I'm emotional on a Sunday if that Fair. happens. Yes, yeah, same. Here. Winning money or not, I wouldn't have money would on Roy right emotional. now. But yes. Um, like, like JT winning probably doesn't get me emotional. I love the guy, but you mm-hmm. know, Rory winning a great. Like we Sam. love everyone up here. Yeah, we love everyone up yeah. here. Even Xander, who we say doesn't. Belong yeah, does here. not belong, but nothing but love. Good dude. Yeah, and I mean, fun to watch. He's one of my favorite DraftKings plays. Like, there we go. Always, he's always at a good value. They've got him price right on DraftKings. Like that's another thing. Yeah. they've got him price right on DraftKings all the time. Yes, like he's under ten k, and he's always chuck. Yeah, because yeah, I feel yeah, like they the always get right. the price really right. Exactly. And, yeah, he's always chalk. But everyone's going to talk about Bryson and his, you know, how far he's going to hit it and all that stuff. But in the two times that because he's played the Masters twice as a pro, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. And last year he was first round leader. He was, was he the first round. Yeah, he was. Year? I remember. Yeah, because in 2016 when he played it, he was an amateur. Yes, he I'm was. Pretty sure. So in the two times that he was a pro, Bryson was bottom, uh, bottom in the field in strokes game cutting of the players who made the cut. So the players who made the weekend, Bryson was top or bottom five in strokes game cutting, and I think that really needs to get some focus. Because he's going to need his putter. I mean, whoever wins is going to need their putter to cooperate with them. And, you know, put and, that. But Bryson has been getting better at putting. I mean, well, he's never remarkable. been bad at putting. Yeah, remarkably been bad at putting. But it's, it seems like at Gus National that he's not at his best putting wise. For Ben Green's, not for him? I don't know. I mean, these greens are very unique, and it just would be that. But. I just think I need. I wanted to bring that up because I just everyone's going to be talking about you know how far he's going to hit it and stuff. He's going to be going for greens or crazy. He's going apparently he's going to be hitting like to other holes. Like he's going to take these crazy ass lines. That's right. He is his preferred surface of putting is Poa. Is it Poa? It's Poa. It's not even close. He gains about a point three point three strokes per round putting on Poa. But he is overall a pretty good putter. I just wanted to bring that up because I thought that was really interesting uh, when I saw it. But, I mean, 
before I we, can't blame anybody for betting any any. No, any, but before any, we skip the, uh, go go to the next set of players, if I told you, Sam, make one bet right now from this bunch, who are you making? Kepka sixteen because of the value. That's fair. That's I'm fair. A sucker for value. So am I. I'm right there with you, and I wouldn't. I don't have to imagine because I already have two uh, bets uh, f- from uh, up here. Uh, I got drunk one night, not too long, like a couple of months ago, and I have a 16 to one Dustin Johnson. Okay. I don't remember placing that bet, but then I saw the ticket. I was like, "When did I get this?" It was nine to one down. Exactly. Exactly. Seven points right there. And uh, last week, before Houston started, I think it was on Wednesday, I bet Brooks at 18, and now he's at 16. So we got a couple points there. Now again, um, just just real quick. I like I would bet Tepner at sixty one, but then thinking about it, I was thinking about asking you, who would you pick? Take all the odds out of these seven players. Mm-hmm. Who would you pick to place the highest and place the lowest? From the bunch, place the lowest would be John Rom because of his ability to implode. Okay, and place the highest, DJ. Place okay. the highest consistently. Would be DJ Dustin Johnson. Okay. Yeah. See, so I would. I think I would go Bryson highest, and even though I said I bet him, I think I'd go Capital lowest here, just because you y- you just don't know what you're gonna get from him right now. After Ron, my my answer was Kepka. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like just because the value's good, but he's definitely like I could see him placing. I mean, lowest out of this group could be like T eight, like, but yeah, <laughs> but exactly. like just like. I th- even after all that, I it's funny. After all that, the crap, most volatility of them all. After all that crap, none of us said Xander. No, because he's a consistent player. That's and true. it's like we just can't talk about all these guys. Like we like all of them. We that's like true. all seven of these guys, and we can't we can't just like talk about them that much. I like that's why I want to talk about Bryson and Kepka and and Rory really. And I mean, it's hard to talk about DJ because he just walks like the fucking Slender Man and just he, does his thing like that's all he does true dude um, how, what are we supposed to say about him probably probably the most awkward dancer ever like like there, there are some Ryder Cup videos of DJ uh, dancing you him enough coke I think he'll, <laughs> he'll be just fine <laughs> right. there's some videos of that man dancing after the Ryder Cup <laughs> but yes alright the next set of players will go from 25 to 50 we got Patrick Cantlay 25 Bubba Watson at 28 I mean he has been playing great Hideki Matsuyama, 28. Sam's boy, Patrick Reed, 28. Everyone's boy, Tony Fina, 28. <laughs> <laughs> Tyrrell Hatton, 28. Colin Morikawa, can he win two majors in one year? We don't know. 33 to 1. The, the world's favorite golfer, the greatest of all time. The reigning Masters The champion. reigning defending Masters champion. Tiger Woods at 33. Webb Simpson at 33. Adam Scott at 40, the best-looking man on tour. Jason Day, my favorite golfer, 40 to 1. Matthew Wolf, 40 to 1. Captain America himself, Jordan Spieth, 50 no, to Captain 1. Captain America's Patrick Reed. Stop it, on. stop it. Come on. Stop on. it. <laughs> Jordan Spieth at 50. Scotty Sheff at 50. Tommy Fleetwood at 50. Sam, Yeah, I go. mean, there's one person that shouldn't be in here. That's Jordan Spieth. Uh, he shouldn't be at 50 to 1. I, think he, I mean... You'd think that they're like 65, 66. Like that's, and that, that's just one section out. But that's a huge jump, odds wise. I agree, dude. But his history of the Masters is. It, it's strong. I mean, I mean, it's 
it's stellar. Like Jordan's, you take Tiger out, his course history is probably He's the best. Top twenty one last five years, and last year was T twenty one his worst. Before then, the four years before then, he went first T two T eleven third. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, the, the history is there, and like last year he wasn't playing any good. He got T twenty one. So you're right, and I'm pretty sure he challenged for first round leader. He was up there on the leaderboard after first round, I think, because he usually is. Yeah, and um, this is this is one of those numbers where Vegas goes. It doesn't matter what we put him at, people are gonna bet him. Yeah, it's one. Yeah. It's one of those. Because you look at, it, you're like, wow, speech yeah. fits. Well, you're like, you're reading all these names that we read in the first section. And then you're getting there, you're like, where is Jordan Speed? If you, you know, if you're just like a normal, you're your average golf fan. Yeah, and not like maybe you're just like a, like a football guy who's turned tuning in on Sunday, like to the Masters. You're right. Yeah. Like, wow, Speed's fifty to one. That's crazy. I know you that just name. Just don't know how <laughs> shitty he's been. Like exactly. I, like I know Jordan Speed. That name sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. He, he has probably the best golf year ever. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't think we need to touch on Patrick Reed that much. No. Uh, obviously, you know how I feel about him every week, and I think I want ah, dude, he put the jacket on Tiger to have Tiger put the jacket back, back on, on him. You, Talk Sam, about Sam, you, I was about to say, you are right there, but <laughs> Talk about I, saw, I, I saw you having a moment. The, the, oh, I'd be swimming on a lake in my apartment because I'd be crying so much. Patrick Reed, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> Although he's not like the most emotional guy, so it probably you know it probably wouldn't in, invoke very many tears. It's the emotional guys that give me. That's true. Winning a golf tournament is so hard. I, oh, I have to ridiculous. say this because like you know I'm a guy. I have to defend myself a little bit if I'm going to you know talk about all this crying. But <laughs> every Sunday that I like invest my time and watch a lot of the golf tournament, which I do a lot. I haven't done it that much in football season because I like football. And football's been taking my time, and the tournaments have been fairly shitty. Besides, like the Zozo and the uh, CJ and the CJ, and um, yeah, that was that the one at Sherwood, the CJ. Yeah, yeah, like those two, I pay attention to. It's like it just it's when you win, it's just so hard. It's it's a very emotional time for a lot of people. Like last week when Carlos Ortiz won, like I didn't even watch any of that tournament, but I watched like his last putt and his interview and. I was close. Like it's just was. It, it always gets you in that state. Like you're like, wow, you know, like that dude, fucking, you know, good fucking job. You know, like shit. Like it's so hard to win a golf tournament. What if I told you, right, there's a gentleman who plays the Masters, right, and he's in this range, and for the past seven years, his finishes go fifth, twentieth, twenty second, tenth, twenty eighth, twentieth, third, and second. And that's pretty good. Past course. seven years. Past seven years. Okay. Eight. Eight, eight years. But yes. Who would you think I'm, it is? Yeah, I'm thinking real hard right now. Hideki. Hideki's not a bad guess. But I, I, I don't, don't know if he's done seven. Yeah, and also, I don't. you, you got to be able to putt well at Augusta to get those finishes. And I don't think Hideki can putt that consistently. It's my man, Jason Day. That was my next guess because I know you like him. Jason, I, man, listen. I don't have to win money off of Jason Day. To enjoy him winning, like if he, if I see him win, I'm just happy for him. And this past week, at the Houston Open, right? You don't put a lot of stock into it, but it's the latest thing we have to refer on to. At the Houston Open, nine point five strokes gained total, but more importantly, 
7.4 T to green. Wow. And and it, at Augusta, your around the green game needs to be good. Yeah. You got to have elite around the green. Definitely. 4.5 around the green, 1.6 on approach, 1.3 off the tee, 2 points to his standard putting. I like him from Jason, man. I can never get around to Jason. I know you like him a lot. I can never get around to him. He's, you just never know. It's like when the guy's playing at his best when he's limping around like that. He's crushing his back. Yeah, <laughs> and then he's like, oh, my God. So you, like, hole 14, you see Jason Day, like, brace his back and, like, hold his arm across his back while he, like, just so gingerly goes down to get his ball out the cup. And then 15, 16, 17 birdies. Birdie, 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 yeah. Like, like, what's going on? Like, I don't know what to do with them. And also, one of those birdies would be like a terrible drive. Like, why is that drive so Yeah, and then a miraculous way? iron shot. Yeah, exactly. Because when, when Jason Day is at his best, it's his irons that are, you know, uh, yes. bringing him up there. Because when he got when he did his iron zone, because he's never been the best driver of the ball. No. Like he used to when he was uh like his distance, his distance is decent. His distance is not the problem. No, it's the it's, accuracy. Yeah. It's the accuracy. With, with Which why here it's not the biggest of deals. Exactly. But his 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 short game is some top three, top five in the world, man. Hey, it was. Yeah, it was. I can't go there now. I, I will. You know that. You know. But that, yeah, that's I'm, very much I'm, biased. I'm I would say, like, if we're going to challenge the biases, who are you taking short game? At the end of what this going. Reed or Day? And oh, Day. I'm, really? Day. I'm I, taking I, I, Reed. Th- I thought you were going to go Day or Speed. No. No, I'd probably take Reed and Day over Speed right now. Really? Even though Speed's short game hasn't been bad, it's just like, I'm. Speed over a five footer is scary, no matter how good he's putting. Because when he gets a little closer to the hole, it's like he's shaking even more than he is when he's got like a thirty-seven footer. Speed actually did lose strokes, uh, strokes putting last week in Houston. Yeah, see, but that doesn't concern me. Nor, nor should it. But I'm saying it might, it might be a bounce back in the Masters. Just even, yeah. just even I mean, it out. Because I mean, at the Zozo, he gained four point three. But you know how much he lost? Lost to the green. Four point three. <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah, like Adam Scott a lot too here at forty to one. Um, I mean Adam, dude. I mean yeah, that's really all you gotta it's, say. It's he, Adam. He plays well at the Masters. His history is T eighteen, T thirty two in the last two years, which isn't great. It's actually his history isn't as good as I thought it was. Top forty for the last five years. Only one top ten out of that, and two top twenties. You think it'd be better than that? Didn't he win the thing once? Yes, that was that was uh, further back. I can't remember. Twenty thirteen was it? Twenty thirteen was twenty thirteen. Twenty like, I had no idea. It was when I was younger. That's yeah, sure. I'm looking at it right now. He he won in twenty thirteen. He came ninth in twenty seventeen. That was that's his most recent top ten finish. Yeah, yeah, he came ninth in twenty seventeen. And then he top twenty last year. Yep, eighteen. He's been playing well. You know, he's not going to withdraw due to some COVID thing because he already had it. Yeah. Do the stud, man. He is, he's just a golfer. Yeah. Webb Simpson at 33 to 1 is. Um, I wish the number was higher, and I think the number will be higher. Mm-hmm. Um, because I I don't know who's out there betting Webb Simpson this week at 33. At 40, we put him with the Adam Scott and Jason Day. And I'm, we haven't even talked about Matt Wolf, who shouldn't be here. I, I, was about, but I was about to bring up with Matt Wolf, if you like Bryson. 
Matt Wolf and Scotty Scheffler. They can bomb it, uh, but we're not we're not at Scotty yet. But Wolf can bomb it, but he's not forty to one with this group. Yeah, I agree. I just don't. But now his recent form demands him being there. Yeah, it, it, and it could. I just am not. I'm not a huge fan of him at forty. But back to Webb. I think Webb can win, but it's going to take a lot for him to win. And it would like the top seven guys on the board can't play their best for Webb to win. Fair. At this course specifically, it's just not. But that being that being said, I do like Webb this week. So if you wanted him at thirty three, I wouldn't be against it. But I do think the number gets higher. Fair. And listen, I gotta go back to Matthew Wolf because the two majors he's played this year: fourth at the PGA, second at the U.S. Open. And that's good. I mean, yeah, that's I mean, really good. two top fives in the majors. I I think he deserves to be there at forty. Like his recent form demands it. He's ga- he's gaining strokes putting. He's gaining on approach. He's getting tee to green. The only part of the phase of his game he's losing strokes is around the green. I'm just not. I'm not there with him at forty. I can't be. Uh, I just can't be. I I I like more Tower at thirty three a lot more than Wolf at forty. Different players and Wolf is better uh, fit for the course. But I think Colin has been playing well though. That's the problem I have with Colin. Like I'm like the self proclaimed. Colin Morikawa Whisperer. Every time, every time I bet the outright, very much self. Yes, very much. <laughs> I say that because every time I bet outright, he's won the tournament. Like he's won this year. Every time I bet him outright, I we while we're talking about these guys, does the move to November help first timers? I don't know if helps is a word, but it kind of maybe makes it a little bit more of an even field, little more. I would say that's. Helping them. <laughs> yes, but I don't think it's enough to the point where we can say that. That's what I'm trying to say. True. I mean, it was Fuzzy Seller was the last one to do it in 1979, maybe? Yeah. I'm not exactly sure. It was, was, well, I can't remember. I think it was, it was 79. But it was Zeller. Uh, yeah, no, definitely was Fuzzy. But what a name, Fuzzy Zeller. We Dude, quickly t- move on. Is what that, a name. Is that a thunderstorm coming through? What the fuck is that? Um, but uh, <laughs> I just think that. I'm not convinced uh, Debbie Johnson will win. No, nor am I. I'm fading Debbie Johnson completely. Yeah, and if I had to pick one, it'd be Scheffler mm-hmm. at 50. Although he, his odds should be higher than that. Scotty's? Yes, they should. I, but again, I think it's those major finishes. Could Didn't he have like a pretty good uh, PGA Open, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, the PGA Championship. He had a good finish at the PGA. PGA, yeah. He was in it at the end. Yeah, he, he I was. asked for about 12 golfers, but he was in it. He was one of Scotty, them. Scotty, Scotty, PGA, fourth. Yeah? Yeah, fourth at the PGA, fifth at the Tour Championship, seven, 32nd at the Houston. But the problem I have with it is 32nd, right? 3.5 strokes gain total, but he lost almost six on approach. It was off COVID. He, I mean, that was his first tournament back from having COVID. I thought it was second. Was it his second? I thought Zozo was the first one off COVID. How did he place it to Zozo? A 17th. Uh, he gained six and a half strokes off the tee, 3.9 lost putting. Those are the numbers I'm looking for. Yeah, that, yeah that's, that's what that's I'm looking more for. Stuff, exactly. Right? Those are the numbers I'm looking for. When, he lo- when Scotty starts losing strokes with his irons, I'm concerned. And Houston was not a good showing. And he also gained strokes putting, which is weird in itself. 
Yeah, it is. So, <laughs> so is like, I, I was like, that's, that's just a weird But he had two good days and two bad days, if I remember correctly. As I didn't he had one good day. very good. He had a good Thursday. He had a good Thursday. Yeah, he had a good Thursday, and then there's three bad days. But, yeah. This is a tough range. I mean, the winner could be in this range, but it, it, it feels like a lot of them are I just am not there with the value on a lot of these guys. See, it's, you say that, but I so, I so far have five bets for this tournament, and that's all I have outright, and I have two of them this range as well. Yeah, have, you have Scott and Dad. I have, Scott, I have the two Australians. I have Scott at 50. But see, but that's that's different than this 40 number. Yes. Scott at 50, I'm all over. I'm not going right. to Scott at 50 was there for like half an hour. Yeah, Scott I at 50 is, is, that's a whole different conversation. True. Like, so. And I have Day at 40. Yeah, and. You, so, Day at 40 isn't a bad number. Like, that, if I had to pick my favorite value in the range, Day at 40 is it. Day at mm-hmm. 40 is it. With. Hideki at 28 probably being second, and I don't really like that that much just because he doesn't win. True. Like, I feel like Bubba at 28 is just a little too low. That's the thing. Like, Bubba's been playing exceptionally. He's been playing exceptionally. But 28 is a little too low, but we cannot go go to the next uh, section of players without talking about Tiger Woods. No, I mean, we touched on enough. I mean, he's the reigning champion, but I don't expect anything. He's not going to see any money from me. Yeah, I'll, I'll say Pete. He won't see any DraftKings exposure either for me. N- nor will he for me. But pe- people will bet Tiger. Which is yeah, people will they, go to the window. I mean, they should. With Tiger, if teams. you bet Tiger, you win a lot of money. Just like over the years, it, it, you it, it, over Tiger, the years, you yes, win a lot of money. That's just Tiger. When was Tiger? I like to bet losers. Last top ten finish. Where the hell was it? Other than Patrick Reed, love me some Patrick Reed. Please tell me it can't be his win. No, oh no, because he wanted Zozo. The farmers. Uh, in January, he finished ninth in the Farmers. He gained 6.3 strokes out of Tita Green. The fourth of the hero before that, Zozo, he, he won. But after the Zozo... This Z- is last year's Zozo, not yeah. Zozo. After the, after the Farmers, this is what happened. Genesis, 68. Memorial, 40th. PGA, 37th. Northern Trust, And that 68th, by the way, at the Genesis is... Was the, that dead last in that field? That was a small field. They may have been. Northern Trust, 58. BMW, 50, 50, 51st. U.S. Open, miscut. And, th- and this time, the Zozo, I think he did finish dead last, 72nd. Yeah, it's not... He lost 10 strokes. It's not there right now for him. It is not. It's sad. It's, and listen, sad. I hit Tiger last year. I bet Tiger 22-1 last year. And that hit, and I had a lot of Tiger and DraftKings because he came in with a blistering hot butter. Th- it's not there this year. Like in his past eight, seven, seven starts, he's gained strokes putting once. So, yeah, not for me. Just not for me. Yeah, boys, don't bet on blistering hot putters either. It's not a sustainable oh, stat. True, but we know Tiger's irons can, can click. Yes. That's why. I'm just saying. If you I just, you know, because you put it out there, I needed to put it out there. That's That's not how you want to bet. True, because but, you you want to bet on, you know, like he's had TD Green ten to, yeah ten last ten tournaments he's in top twenty TD Green all of them he's just playing well like that because the putter will come and go and it's definitely the most um, uh, very, very volatile yeah, yeah volatile most volatile 
Yeah, there we go. Most yeah. volatile stat of any any in golf. But if you know someone who a golfer who's a good tee to green player and is and is riding a hot putter, but the tee to green is slightly off, I like personally I jump on that because like I know his tee to green can can get back. And like, yeah, and I let's mean, ride this hot putter. But, I mean, we're just got talking circles because I'm just saying the same thing I just said. So, <laughs> also fair. Let's move on. Let's move. On. I'm not, I'm not going to name all the players in the next bunch, but after 50, from 50 to 100, Sam, tell me some names you like. Uh, I think I'm going to start it off with uh, Ricky Fowler at 66 to 1. I know he's a loser, but listen to this. Listen to this. T12 cut, T11 second, T9. Last five years at the Masters for Ricky Fowler. T12 is his worst finish. The last two years, he was top 10. One missed cut in that bunch. That's not bad. That's really good. That is really good. He clearly likes Augusta. I just, I don't know if I can bet him to win outright. I struggle to bet Ricky Fowler to win outright in any tournament, which kind of makes you feel that, like, if he's gonna in a in a in a Tony Finau sense, like if he's gonna win, it might just be a big one instead of like because he does win tournaments. He does, you're right, he does, but just not as much as you think he does from when, uh, from like just the expectations of him and how many people know who he is and all that stuff. His last win was the Players, right in 2019. Yes, it was. Was it 2019? Or did no? That might have been Rory. 2018. Was it 2018? It was that his last win? Yes, it was. Or did he win the Oh, no, no, no. Or the, the Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah. The Phoenix. He won the Phoenix. That's what he won in 2019. Yes, he won the Phoenix in 2019. But his last big one was the players, players in 2018. Yeah. We get there eventually here we, on this podcast. Yeah. We get there eventually. <laughs> Baby steps. Baby steps. But, yeah, I like Ricky Fowler. Um, I'd be admit... Uh, I I gotta mention Louis Ustazen. I was about to say like I was I was gonna mention Louis. I was like, yeah, I gotta I, mention. How Louis is Louis not your favorite bet here? Oh, I mean, you know Louis. I was like, yeah. I mean, listen, you listeners of the pod know what happened uh, for the U.S. Open. That's with true. Louis, yeah, best bet he hit, and tough tournament, big tournament. Bet Louis top five. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's not, he's not, he's not gonna win. He's not gonna, he's not gonna. <laughs> he win. doesn't win these. Yes, he he wins in Europe. <laughs> Louis says it wins in Europe. His worst finish in the last five years is top 41. Yep. Three top 20 finishes. No top 10s, though. Mm-hmm. But he's strong. He's playing well coming in. Louis is playing well coming in. He's gaining strokes in every metric. Um, Tita Green putting. I mean, yeah, this. He's cooled down a little bit in the last uh, month or two. But, like, before then, he was playing really strong. He just had, he's only played twice in the last month and a half. T48 was his worst finish with the one top 20 at the Shriners. He's just playing well all around. I think he can contain. Like, this moment's not going to bother Louis Eustazen. Like, he's going to be just fine with no fans in the Masters, a lot of time to himself, a lot of mental time. Because I really do think you're going to have to have a strong mental game with the no fans Masters. Yeah. Because how much are you going to be in your own head with that? That's true. You would only imagine a bunch. So I think he's got a strong mental game. My favorite number from this region is one that I can make a good course history case for. Because he has he does not have a good course history. He's played it four times and missed it three times. But I, I love him this year. Shane Lowry. I don't Eight, blame you at all. 80 to 1. I can't blame you at all. 
like, like Shane Lowry. Shane's ticking box for me, man. Like his best putting surface by a country mile. Bent. He plays better when it's windy. He plays difficult courses better than he does easy courses. He's gaining strokes in every metric. He just finished 11th at the Houston, at the Houston Open, where he gained 4.8 strokes on approach, 10 tee to green, and he lost 1.4 putting. That's what I'm looking for. Yes. Give me that. I might bet this man right after. Hmm. <laughs> I might bet him right after this. Actually, let me, let me bet him right now. I'm sorry, guys. You're saying windy a lot. It's just not going to be all that windy. Like it's not. It's not going to be crazy windy. And I'm not that worried about that with that sh- with Shane. I think Shane Lowry is a regular player. You just said windy a lot in the last couple segments, and I just wonder. Like, you know, it's not going to be as windy as it seems. You think it will be? I don't know if that changes anything for you with any of these guys. Not with Shane. No, I agree. Not with Shane. Not with that Shane. dude. He's he's just a world class player. I mean, he has a major. Yeah. Recent Ranger as well. Yeah. Look, I, I'm just going to throw a 20 on him. If he wins, I, I walk away with $1,600. <laughs> I mean, I'm sounds happy. good to me. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll take $1,600. No worries. Cam Champ is an interesting one at 82. Just because that, that motherfucker. I'll take the other Cameron. Pounds the ball. Yeah, but I'm going to take the, I, I And I see why. I think that you that is like a windy kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. you want you want it to play really hard, and then Cam Smith, who's been playing really well of late, has a really strong chance. But I gotta talk about Champ because the dude just pounds the ball. And if there's a place for you to win, if you fucking pound the ball like that, it's Augusta. It's Augusta National. National, yes. They Augusta National loves them some bombers. You want to go on head to head in this region? A Cam Champ, Cam Smith head-to-head? Yeah. No, because my floor is a lot lower than yours. <laughs> so, no. If I were to take Cam Smith, who would you want to have in this region? Besides Lowry, because I don't want to I don't want to root against Lowry, having a fucking ticket on him. You want Ricky? Ricky against Cam Smith? Yo, I'll get back to you on that. Let me All think right. about that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to say yeah. A $5 head-to-head, Ricky. Ricky. Uh, Cam Smith. Yeah. All right. A little shake on it. There right we there. go. Yeah, Sam, Sam so for one and on that. Like, yeah. <laughs> he had Matthew Wolf. I had Paul Casey. Paul Casey went on to finish top 20. Matthew Wolf finished fourth. <laughs> Last time we did this. And I think we might be able to get one later from uh, conversations we had pre, pre-podcast. pre I think there might be one a little bit later on the board. So okay. stay tuned for that. Now, before we leave this range, I mean, I guess we have to talk about Lefty. I like all three of these guys at 100. Well, I like two of the guys at 100, and then we're going to talk about Lefty because we have to talk about Lefty. Two. I can't bet. I can't put money on him. I mean, no, no, nor am I. He's got two two wins last three starts, but they're For not who's on confused, the PGA Lefty is Phil Mickelson, by the way. Yes. Phil yes. Mickelson. Um, but no, listen, I, again, I'm not going to put money on him. If he wins it, I'd be ecstatic. But, yeah, absolutely. But if he does win, I'll be losing a lot of money on DraftKings and actual betting. So it is what it is. Uh, what the other two at 100 are Francesco Molinari and Jason Kokrak. You like Molinari? You know what? Like, Sick. <laughs> why not? It, 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 when you're going for Molinari right now, it, it, it's definitely the why not approach. He's definitely going to be a DraftKings play for me. He got top five last year. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, listen. You can't just tell me that he got top five. There's ways. <laughs> to, <laughs> there's yes, ways. He got what? killed. Is, like, literally killed. Tiger Woods 
might have actually put a knife into his yes. heart at some point in the round for that top five. So that top five isn't. He was in the final round and got top five. When he put that ball in the water at sixteen, twice, might I say, I I was like, what is going on? And but then, he had he had. I mean, he one COVID affected him more than like a lot of other players because he didn't come back. Like he, yeah, because he isn't isn't he Italian? Yeah, he's Italian. Yeah, he oh, went yeah. back home. And Italy and was he never. Italy was hit super was hard. really bad early. Yeah, it was That's hit true. super hard. But he never really like. We hadn't seen him until. Um, Oh, when did we see him? Like a month ago at the... Uh, I thought we saw him only like a couple weeks ago. At the Shriners. No, it was a month and a half ago at the Shriners was his first uh, was his first comeback, I'm pretty sure. And then last week, T15 at the Houston Open? Yeah. I thought he showed some signs. He was uh, above average, in, or he was above zero in all strokes game categories. Um, Holy shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> You're turning me. I, I, look, <laughs> look, I'm here. I'm here to say it. I'm here. I like. I like him. I, I really do. He now. So we're talking about betting, but just quickly because I did say he's 6700 for on Draft DraftKings. Games. He's under 7K for DraftKings. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. I think Siwoo 68. Siwoo is, is uh, <laughs> under seven. I know that for sure. <laughs> He uh, sixty eight. Because I think C was is that or sixty six? I forget yeah. which one. But um, I I like Monari, and at one hundred to one, maybe that's a little low. If that number was one hundred fifty, I think it would be an auto bet. Oh yes, one fifty auto bet. When you especially when you look at the other one fifties. But yeah, I mean, from the hundreds, is he your favorite? Because Kokrak's coming in high five. Yeah, that I I Co- don't know. Yeah, I because Crack is the best golfer right now of the hundreds. So I'd have to say Kotrak is probably my favorite because I like Kotrak and Molinari. Like if I had two bets in this range, it would probably be Molinari and Kotrak. Even with the ones above, like slightly above, the 50 to 100? Well, no 50. For, so out of Justin Rose. Yeah, yeah, Rose and, and below. Ricky yeah, Because it wouldn't be champ. Well, I, I'm not over Molinari or Kokrak when you did at 100. Like, if you had Champ at 100 with Kokrak or Molinari, mm-hmm. Champ would be my best. Yes, facts. But since he's 80 with Kokrak or Molinari at 100, I'd pick one of those two. And even over Lowry. My, um, for me, Lowry will be, will, will be the best, but fuck me. I, I just placed a bet on him, so yes, I would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> it's just with Louie and Ricky, we already kind of touched on They just don't really win. Yes. Justin Rose, you don't know what you're going to get. Super he, high upside. Yes, that's but what I was also say. super he has low super floor. high upside. But I, I let me go for the super high upside at one hundred to one with Kokrak or Molinari rather than six. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because a, a couple of rules right below them is one of my favorite plays this year. Yeah, are you ready to move uh, to the over over hundred? Yeah, hundred yes. to two hundred range. Sure. Um, well, my favorite play, Mister Sung J M. Listen. 125 to 1. I, you know, I am a Sungjae fanboy. You're aware of this. We have a little golf competition that you... Everybody have. has to be, really. No, no. Man, you, okay, listen, I don't want to call out names, but you, you know, remember Logan? He called him Sungjae for like two months. 
Oh, fair, fair. <laughs> but Sanjay, he's just such a good, like, good, awesome guy. He's gonna play every week, literally. True. Does he have a house yet? I don't know. You'd hope COVID made yeah. him get one. Exactly. But the, the thing with Sanjay is, maybe that's his issue. The dude bought a house. He has a stable place to live now, nah, and now he's not we, playing. We, as well. we can't have that. Maybe that's I, what the issue. I, is. I, I need your living situation to be a little unstable. Hotels, <laughs> hotels. Every week, move a hotel. That's when you play your best golf. Exactly. Because okay. then, then you're like, I got a top ten. I got this hotel bill. I got to pay. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's biting into my winnings. You think he's paying for the hotel, bro? I guarantee he's probably got a hotel sponsor. Ooh, I don't necessarily like. I don't know necessarily how. Uh, is he a sophomore on tour? He is, but he was the rookie of the year, and he's he was all those. Um, Wait, was Sanjay rookie of the year? Wasn't he? I thought I thought he came second. I can't remember who won, but I thought he came second. Oh, I'll look that up. But you, yeah. you make your point. You make your point. No, I mean the only downside I have because Sanjay, straight, long, great iron player, good around the green. The only downside with Sanjay, in my, in my opinion, is first time at Augusta. That is literally only downside. And all the guys around him, a lot of experience. I mean, hell, the guy right above him is Lee Westwood. You talk about experience at Augusta. I will get to Lee Westwood. <laughs> I, 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 I like me some Lee. I like, I like Lee better at DraftKings rather than actual betting here. But no, nah, man. I mean, his game just fits so well. And at, one, at 125, I mean, you have Mexican Allen Iverson, Abraham Answer, Gary Woodland, who I wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole. Lee Westwood, everyone loves, and Sang Jm. He's so much better than everyone else on the list. For me, yeah. And I mean, Gary Woodland has that upside, but he, he I, he's been playing. The dude's hurt. No, he's hurt. Yeah, he's hurt. He's playing through an injury. So like, and the issue is with golfers is they don't have like the NFL has that injury report. You always know what's going on. True. It's more like college football in a way that like you don't know what's going on. You don't know they're hurt really until they withdraw. Or they start playing bad when they're really good, and they want to let you know why they're playing bad, which is kind of what Gary Woodland kind of did. This dude, this dude lost eleven and a half strokes off the tee at CJ Cup. Who, Gary? Gary. Well, that's not very good, <laughs> especially <laughs> when that's like his strong. Speed. Exactly. I was like, wait a second. But um, I like Lee Westwood at one twenty-five. By the way, Sanjay was the twenty nineteen rookie of the year. Was he? On him? Yes. Okay. And those those Asians. Um, just because I like, I don't know how to put it that uh, way. Well. Like, please finish that sentence. Sun <laughs> like, they're all their sponsorships. They've got that one sponsorship company. That's true. Uh, like, I can't think. It's like um, blue and red. It kind of looks like like water droplets in a way. I thought it was Kingfisher initially, but it's not. It's King- definitely not that. Yeah, it's not Kingfisher. I can't remember exactly what it is, but they, a lot of them seem to have that sponsorship. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's like because it's like it kind of like head to toe kind of in that gear. Definitely had. But um, so I don't know how their sponsorship works. But the, with how much hotel living he did, you gotta think he had a hotel sponsorship. I I just figured out what our next bet was gonna be. Though. Yeah, I, I just saw it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I just saw it. There's a chance. But um, I like Lee Westwood a lot. I like Lee Westwood mm-hmm. a lot. He just, he plays well at the Masters. He's old, which is concerning for a four day tournament because you never know really how they're gonna hang on. He hasn't been here since 2017, which mm-hmm. is also a little concerning. But 2015, he was T46, which wasn't great. But he was second in 2016, and he got a, a T18. So two, his last two appearances at the Masters, top 20s. Solid. 
I think he like he's kind of like a make the cut playing draft teams. Yeah. When we so when we get up to this range, guys, it's hard, you know in a tournament like this where super elites win all the time, it's hard for these guys to really win. Like when Danny Willett won, he was I think he ended at um, sixty five or fifty to one. Mm-hmm. So it's like you did up to a range, and we're really more. Hinting on yes, long shot bets because we'll have a couple shots up here, but really more DraftKings plays than anything. Yeah, that's true. And we did speak about how accuracy off the tee is not going to be the most important thing. And you know where I'm going with this. This is a segue <laughs> for sure. You know where I'm going with and this. this. Is this is our bet I would assume was coming out of this range. Oh, I, I I thought it was going to be at 200 to 1, our bet. Really? Yes, but Mark Leishman at 150 to 1. Listen, my man has accuracy problems off the tee. To say the least. To say the least. He hits it like me off the tee. <laughs> Just 80, 80 to 100 yards further. <laughs> <laughs> like, that being said, if when Leishman gets his putter going, all of a sudden, watch out! Like, it, like you want to talk about super, super ceiling, super uh, roof play, super ceiling, super floor f- plays? It's easily Mark Leishman. I can see Mark winning, winning the Masters. I can also see Mark coming dead last in the Masters. Like, I see the latter a lot more than I do. Of course, of course, sure. of course. There's a reason he's on a higher fifty one because the latter is more probable. But I, but like, I can envision. I can see. Freaking Tiger Woods putting on putting that green jacket on Mark Leishman. That vision doesn't exist in my head. It I, just doesn't exist in my head. But the, but also at 150, we have two basically the same guy. The two two similar people. The only difference is one's the most American. Three of them. One's American, one's British. You have uh, Poulter and Kisner. But and Kucher. And Kucher is yeah. very similar to play to both of them. And I have a bet. Um, a bet man my head is blanking so hard tonight <laughs> but I have a opportunity of a bet maybe between us because I like Ian Poulter at 150 to 1 I like Ian Poulter a lot at 150 to 1 actually I think he's going to see my money okay his worst finish in the last 5 years is T49 and he also has T44 so he's got 2 made cuts but not great finishes He's only played it four times. He didn't play it in 2017. But he's also has two top 12s in those five years as well. So I think I, he's playing decent. I like Ian Poulter a lot. So if you want to do an Ian Poulter versus Mark Leishman bet, I'm in. I don't. That being said, I have a better one for you at 200. Okay. Because I know, because I know you love this man. Do you want to touch on Kisner or Kucher? No, it's the same guy, dude. Yeah, it really is. Kisner, I mean, he went to uh, uh, school at Georgia, so maybe he knows a little bit more. That's true. But is he long enough? It's the same question you have about Poulter. Like they, their long irons need to be hot fire. Like yeah, they're, they're and long. long iron and putter. Yeah, and we need both to be, have to be for, really, really for them good. to have, have a shot. I thought. It does feel like Kucher's always around? I think he used to be. I, he's, he's a little old now, isn't he? Let's see, in the last five years, worst finish was T46. He's had two top 12s in the five years and two top 30s. But if, like, what so it's a little better than Poulter. What have we heard from Kucha this year? Like, what has Kucha done this year? 
Let me have a look real quick. And just to throw it out there, Kisner has played it the last four years. His best finish is T21, and his worst finish is T43. That's very Kisner-esque right there. Kuchar's last top 10 finish, uh, February of 2020, Genesis. He came second. That's a wild. No, no, in that tournament, off the tee, negative 0.8. On approach, negative 0.9. Strokes game putting, 9.5. <laughs> I mean, that's huge. Oh, that's Je- huge. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> so when he doesn't get 9.5 strokes putting, he doesn't top 10. That, that, that's what I'm trying to tell you here. At the PGA miscut, US Open miscut, he just hasn't been showing up. It's hard for me to go, go with Cooch. No, I agree. That's a small range, but there's a couple. Westwood and M at 125, mm-hmm. and Poulter, and we'll throw Leishman in there because you <laughs> like him. But, I mean, that, that's a small range, but it's definitely an eye, eye-popping range. I might bet in, but I, doubt, I, don't, I doubt it because I want to save a couple live bullets. But now. Yeah, let's, let's move to the 200 to 400 category here. We brought up Webb Simpson. We said Webb, Webb's game... Like, if, if he hits his long irons well, his game does fit here. If we like Webb, how do we not like Brendan Todd? Ooh, I, it's because Webb is just a, a rich, like, Brendan Todd is a poor man's Webb Simpson. And I get that you're going from 33 to 200, but Webb's won a major. Webb has shown me more than Brendan Todd has. Brendan Todd has been playing fantastic this year, and he had several opportunities early in the year to submit himself as PGA Tour 2020 Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. He, he could have gotten a third win. He's right in the running for PGA Tour, uh, Tour Player of the Year. But I don't know if I can get there with Todd. He has to, like, because his biggest one of, well, I shouldn't say his biggest strength. His biggest strength is putting. Yes. Oh, one, not even other than that, it's hitting every fairway. Yes. That doesn't matter. That's fair. That's where I'm not there with uh, Brendan Todd. That, that, that part... If we're talking about a course that's got like 15 yard wide fairways, uh, Brendan Todd is a lot more interesting. I, I see but the fact that it doesn't matter, um, that's why I'm not on Brendan Todd. That's right. I understand it. Now, this is where I think our bet's going to be. Beyond Hunter and Corey Connors. Yeah, see, but they're literally the same person, and that's why we're not going to make the bet. They're <laughs> like the same person. Because I love Benny, you love Corey. Yeah. And I like Benny, too. I can't, like, if I like Corey Connors as much as I do, as the honorary Canadian that I am. As the honorary Canadian. I can't not like Benny on because they are the same See? player. Like, they strike the ball so well, they can't hit a putt at all. I putt about as good as them. And, that, I mean, I said the driving thing about Leishman, which I, I think strongly. Mm-hmm. But this is actually true. You line me up for a 10-footer and Corey Connors and Benny on for a 10-footer. I'm betting on you. Yeah, like, I'm, like, 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 I've seen you. You're gonna put, get good odds on the, me. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm I, I on have you. a chance. <laughs> yes, I'm betting on you. No questions asked. Um, but I think if you're playing someone at 200 to one, as much like Lonzo Griffin, I like a lot of these 200 to one players. There's about ten of them. Mm-hmm. I like a lot of them. Corey Connors being one of them. Lonzo Griffin, love him. I, I, he's like one of my favorite DraftKings plays over the last year and a half, and. Um, but it has to be Sebastian Munoz. He's shown me the most out of all these guys. He seems to be jumping the tier of golfers that I thought he was to what he is now. Like, when he won, I kind of thought maybe it was a flash in the pan. 
uh, which was I believe was in the swing season, mm-hmm. um, twenty nineteen swing season. It doesn't seem to be just be a flash of pain. He went away and he came back. He's gonna be streaky in a way, but it seems like he's like he's a top hundred player, and he could get to the top fifty in my head. You know, you said the word streaky, and that leads me right into my favorite play in this region. See what? Kim, <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about streaky. This man will go pin chasing at any course. It does not matter. This thing, it could be bed plage black or wingfoot. He will sting. He will still go pin That's chasing. How he did last sometimes. Exactly, and, and, you and can therefore attack pins at some point. At U.S. Open, he did come. He did miss the cut, but at the PGA, he did come thirteenth. So like. And he, and he almost won. And he came. To, he uh, uh, the Wyndham. He came third. Yeah, the Wyndham with Billy Ho. And, and he came uh, eight, the, eight of the Shriners. He came eight of the Shriners. Jim Herman, sorry, <laughs> losing strokes on, appro- on, on approach. And that's his strong suit. Exactly. Like at uh, at the uh, PGA, he came thirteenth with only gaining point four strokes putting. When Siwu gets it going, watch out. Like I already have a bet, bet out on him. Like I have, I have the ticket, two hundred one, and, and a little splash. I, I'm definitely waiting for the top five each way, or the top ten each way, and I'm almost certainly gonna bet him for strong leader. <laughs> uh, but I love some, I love me some Simu. Talk about people that when they get it going, watch out. Kevin Knox, three hundred one. Oh God, oh, he can get Kevin. lights out on fire. Yes, and I don't know if I'm there with them. But at 301, a guy that I know that can win golf tournaments, it's not a horrible long shot bet. And he's definitely never a cash G, uh, DK play. But in a big GPP, which is a tournament, a big tournament with like 90,000 people, Ke- Kevin Knock could win you a million dollars. I mean, dude, you look somehow. down here, it's, it's a bunch of losers we love. See, but it's, it's literally the losers we love. It's losers we love, and then you've got like the two Masters champions, Zach Johnson and Charles Schwartzel. Any love for those two? No, I mean more Charles than Zach. Charles, I have I Charles at three hundred. It's got to be really, really tough, tough, windy, exactly. wet, all the things for ZJ. Exactly. I think Charles could do it. Maybe if it's not as hard, it needs to be like somewhat hard for him, but not as hard. I as feel like Charles not ZJ. too long ago didn't make. A did make a run at a tournament. He did. Uh, he did. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I, I think it was the one that fucking Adam Long won. Was it Adam Long? It might have been Matt Wolf or Bryson. Too. No, no, it was it, it was not it was an, it was not a big name that won that tournament. That's how I remember it. Was it the week that Adam Long made the cut on the number and then won? The three. No, he got second. The, the, in that the one. three M. He came third at the three M. It was Adam Long second. Uh. Adam Long was second. Michael Thompson won. That's who it was. Michael Thompson. See, Adam Long made the cut on the number and then went ridiculous yeah, he on the shot weekend. A, a 63 and a 64 yeah, on Saturday yeah, and Sunday. Yeah, they did the second. Yeah, that old Michael Thompson. That was a week before the, the PGA. U- yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, and that, was a, that was crazy. But um, Wow, I just realized Charles did not play the U.S. Open. Uh, I mean, he's probably only in this because he won. That's true, yeah. That's true, and he missed the cut at Houston. I mean, listen, like down here, like I love all. Like I'm not gonna bet any one of these guys, but Bern Wiesberg, Christian Bezinthout, RCB. Like these are yeah. all names that I love. Bezayden, who I definitely like Bezayden, who just I always like him. And if it is a little tougher out there, mm. 
which I'm not necessarily expecting it to be. But he's the kind of name that he just pops up every once in a while. He can go super low on any given day. He can also bust twice four hundred. I get that. But he can go super low on any given day. I get that it's a first timer, but isn't Max home at five hundred mispriced? I wouldn't say mispriced. You don't think so? No. I mean he's good. I mean when you look and see Fred Couples with him, maybe <laughs> yeah. mispriced. <laughs> but like if you're not, if like four hundred would maybe be more. I, th- I I think I would have Max with like Kevin Na and the McDowells at, at three hundred. Yeah. Well, I like see that's a different number. I think Graham McDowell's mispriced because he should be higher than three hundred. Yes, hundred percent. Like and people like that, but I'm not there with Max. He's a good player. But also, I think he's just I'm, more. I'm sorry. Like I'm more sorry to cut you off right here. Anything. We say we like long irons, guys. A very live three hundred one bet. I get. I get. I understand he's a little bit old. Henrik Stenson. See, I don't, I don't, I never, like, you like long irons, but I don't want long irons here. I want short clubs into the greens. I don't want you having to hit great long iron shots all the time. That's, like, my worry about top-end guys like Morikawa and stuff like that is, that's, like, when we talk about bombers, you need to be able to hit the ball here. I don't think Stenson can hit it far enough. Fair. That's but, why Hama is maybe mispriced. Like, that, that would should be maybe three. Because he's a good iron player. Because he hits it far. Yeah, yeah, and he can hit it far. Fair. I see I see where you're coming from. But Stenson did win like not too long ago. Literally less than a year ago. Yeah, but he just hasn't been playing very well. That's I, I, I'm not there with him, but I don't I don't blame you for being there with him. I can't blame you for being with him. Like in DK, I believe he's under seven K. Yes he is. So like there there's a chance that he gets some exposure. My DK I'm not gonna lie, my DK strategy for the Masters is gonna be make one lineup. And mass enter it into multiple tournaments. Really, I've, like, I can never do that. I want to watch more than six golf. Like I want to have, I want to sweat I'm gonna out watch more than six. Yeah, I just want to, you know, I want to, I want to sweat out more than six. That's my, that's my issue. That's right. That's right. I mean, that's the better way to do it, though. Like, like you're giving yourself a better chance if you hit on those six golfers. I'm, it's a lot harder. It's a lot easier to hit on six than it is fifteen. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I understand where you're going. That's the best strategy. I've, I, I've done like I think two like. Uh, somewhere medium size, like medium buy-in uh, single entries, and I have one in the milli. So it's shit. Yeah, I really don't have anybody else to talk about. I think. I mean, all these other guys, it's DJ Singh and all the amateurs and the people who are yeah. in because they won. So now we're talking about before we do leave, right? I'm gonna two questions. I'm gonna ask you right now, Sam. First round leader. You have the odds in front of you. Who? What's your favorite first round leader bet? Odds wise as well. Well, yeah. See, for me, I like to go. I like to look at you know around a hundred to one for first round leader. It's mm-hmm. so hard to hit, and it does feel like there's always a name up there that isn't that, that's you're like like sometimes you're like who who, who? yeah yeah and then like always on Thursday always on Thursday Just yeah like, yeah so as I'm looking for his name and I can't find it currently. Justin Harding is interesting because I know he can go low. I cannot find. Oh, there he is, two hundred to one be first round leader. Yeah, that'll probably see a buck or two. Um, I, I I've seen him go low at Augusta before. Someone, who's about uh, Justin Harding? Oh, jo- oh Justin. Harding. Okay, I, yeah. I, was, I was like, who are you talking about, dude? I I've seen him go low at Augusta before, and that's kind of all you need to see. I mean, it, it's fucking, it's a shoot, it's a shot in the dark. So. 
Justin Hardy at 201 is very interesting to me. I think uh, Zayden Hood at 101 is very interesting to me. And, I mean, just looking right now, those two are probably my favorite. If you made me pick kind of towards the top of the board, still going more towards the value side, Lee Westwood at 66 to 1 is interesting. It's all going to be guys that we talked about because, obviously, if you yeah. think they're going to do well in the first round, you'd think that, like, you like you're hoping they do well in the first round and sustain it. So like, it's obviously gonna be people that we've already talked about. Most of them, at least. Lower down, um, I love I love two guys at hundred, at a flat hundred. Um, Marky Mark is one of them. Mark Leishman, one hundred round. Why why not Thursday? I see the look of disgust on your face. Yeah, I'm not. There. <laughs> I see the look I'm of disgust. With Mark it's it, but it's fine. You get disgust because the other guy is Corey Connors, man. Love Corey Connor. Corey Connor. Connor Love Corey. Was he first round leader last year? Uh, year before that. Because he won the uh, Valspar. I thought that was last year. He won the Valspar. Oh, that's what, yeah, that was that was last year. Because yeah. he, he qualified yeah. for the Masters after winning the Valspar. Came in on Thursday. He was leading until Bryson came in and beat his score. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That. And for I, the, I, I like that, too. Uh, Corey Connor should very well yeah. like my list as well. And um, further higher up, at 80-1. Matt Wallace. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I, I, I see. He can putt. And you can smash, that smash, smash that ball. Really? Yeah. Yo, yo, yo. I like. I knew he hit it fairly long, but not like. Oh, yeah, Matt hit like far. Matt, Matt hit it pretty darn far. But yeah, for first round leader, it's really like, like the, for a four round tournament, the best players can are always going to come to the top. A lot of the time, I shouldn't say always, but a lot of the time. In one round, it's a lot more of a crapshoot, so I like to take the higher odds for sure. 100%, of course. That's my method. So okay. hard to hit anything, so I mean. Before we sign out, say one big question. Who the fuck's winning the Masters? Gun to my head, who's winning the Masters? Oof. I'm in between three players. No, 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 no. Give me three. I need you to make, make up your mind. Give me one. Give me one. I don't well, want three. Are you set on someone? If, you, if you're if you set, give me a second to think about Sure. In my opinion, big game hunter goes big game hunting. Brooks Kepka puts on that green jacket. Wow. Wins the Masters. Comeback of the year. From, from what he was to what he is. When the pressure's on, Brooks shows up. Give me Brooks, man. I already have a ticket on him, and I probably shouldn't be saying this, but I will. He's in my he's in my one DraftKings lineup for sure. Give me Brooks. Uh, one thing I will say is, like a like a DraftKings lineup start of like like DJ Brooks is so enticing. Very much so. Yeah, very I much. I love so. that. I love that start to a lineup. It'll definitely start in the lineup of two of mine. That being said, I think I'm gonna go with DJ. That's fair. I like DJ a lot. He always finishes well at the Masters. So I'll go with DJ. I mean, who's been better in the last uh, two months? You know, I hope, I hope one of us is right because I have both those tickets. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I have both those tickets. There you go. So I hope I hope one, one of us is right. right too. <laughs> All right, guys. Are we? I believe. I believe that's it. I, yeah, that I think note. that's everything. I think that's everything. I mean, guys, listen. Good luck. Good bet. Hope you guys make some money. Um, 
My name's Just Kai. cherish this tournament, man. I know, it's it here. is. It's finally here. It we is. waited till November. It's the Masters, A baby. tradition unlike any other. It's the fucking Masters. Can't man. wait. Can't wait. My name is Ty. I'm Sam. And this is Barbie Getting Curry, and we're out. Peace.